This is Katie, and I co-host the podcast you're about to listen to with my best buddy, Eva. Quick warning that this show is incredibly explicit. Uh, We are two queer, dirty birds talking about steamy paranormal, sci-fi, and fantasy romance and erotica. Spoilers will abound for everything we read, excerpts may be shortened, and whole sections skipped because, to be honest, we're not exactly here for the plot. So, you've been warned, on to the show. She just, like, brought some pipettes of icing and she's like, I want to lick this off of you. Can Wolven have chocolate? <gasps> oh or no it, i don't know i doubt i bet none of this is chocolate to google can wolf eat <laughs> chocolate <laughs> wolves lack the metabolizing enzymes <gasps> that break down the theobromine and caffeine in chocolate so it's poisonous for wolves as well oh no do you want to fuck maybe play with the icing i asked <laughs> you'll poison him no tegan you gotta stop I joined him on the bed and grabbed a bag of chocolate icing. No! this like stomach flu and I feel like I've emerged from a weird like time warp so I'm a little bit out of it if I'm honest yeah yeah I've had a very strange week myself and so I think things are just especially unhinged up in the studio today maybe this is the right book for this though because this book was so cute and cozy and just like the vibes are very good in this one. It's incredibly like slice of life. Yeah. Like slice of life anime. It's kind of low hashtag drama. kawaii. It feels really good and it mostly just explores new relationship energy and the sacred alliance between sweet gym bros and hot thick babes. People just be doing squats. People be doing squats, especially like a hot wolf man be doing squats in this one. What did we read? Katie, this week we read the first book in the Leviathan Fitness series called Muscles and Monsters. This is by Ashley Bennett, who is also like very prevalent on like social media. She's big in the community Mm -hmm. and like very, very supportive and was also like one of the first people to like really start supporting this pod. Yeah, that's right. So hi, Ashley. Thank you so much for your support. (laughs) And we were so excited to read this book, mostly because I saw the art and it really struck. It's so cute. It struck like a Tumblr version of mm. myself from like 2014 really hard. I don't know why. No, the did. aesthetic is very much that. Something about the colors here. It's and very soft. Can you describe it to me? Okay, I would say that uh, this is very like soft lo-fi mm-hmm. kind of cover. Uh, it's, you know, lots of purples. Like you said, there's no outlines. It's a really great illustration of this thick boobied babe in the front wearing like a fitness fit who has a cupcake she's got red hair and behind her is just a straight up wolf man <laughs> and they're like back to back which is sort of a fun pose yeah there's like it's dynamic it's, it's flirty it's very flirty yeah, yeah it's very flirty and when i saw this on the old kindle unlimited mm-hmm. i did immediately feel like this style jumped out at me is like oh I don't usually see this like cover style yeah that often absolutely this is not the typical romance cover 
that some of the books that we have talked about on this podcast have. It is more of like a cutesy custom illustration that is just really lovely to look at. I saw Muscles and Monsters. Mm -hmm. I saw Leviathan Fitness. And I was like, I love the idea. They've been very high drama. Yeah, this one is like fairly low drama, which was kind of nice. It was like eating a cupcake. It was amazing. I needed this little break just generally in life. So it was... We're both going through it. Look, the moon is up to some fuck shit. We needed a little sweet snack. And that's exactly what this was. I have to say, I have such a soft spot for like himbo gym bros. Yeah. Everyone I've known, I guess, well, maybe not everyone, but a lot of them that I know that I like are just like this puppy dog energy. Yes, definitely. Where they're just so stoked that you're around. They're stoked that you want to like do anything that they're interested in. They're very supportive. They're very sweet in my experience. And in this case, this sweet himbo Jimbro is fully not a werewolf, but a wolven. So kind of like a permanent werewolf that gets even more werewolfy on the full moon. So I went to a high school with a like thriving anime nerd culture. <laughs> I think every high school has you that. You have a little pocket. Yeah. And there was definitely some like early into the fold like furry kids yes and so it reminds me a little bit of that that time which is maybe why i'm getting some like tumblr vibes like wow this is nostalgic in like a way that i i don't know exactly how to explain oh that's a really good point because yeah this isn't really like i wouldn't call this furry media but it certainly feels furry adjacent Oh, 100%. And in fact, when I opened the book to the first page and read the dedication, did you did you see this one, Katie? No. So the book is dedicated to anyone who's ever felt something for an anime wolf. And I was like, this better not awaken something in me. So let's piggyback on that. Uh, did you ever watch Balto? Yeah, you mean like the corner piece of what Hot all furry art has come from? <laughs> They've not changed from that style. Between that and, like, Lion King 2's Kovu. Oh, that's... I saw a lot of that shit on Tumblr, for sure. Yeah, I'm trying to think of, like... Oh, I think I sent you a TikTok recently that was about why the animated Robin Hood is the female gaze. Oh, 100%. (laughs) The, like, the fox man. No, that is fully just my type. We've drunk this Kool-Aid before. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Hashtag all 90s kids know. All (laughs) 90s kids know. And... Every furry that I've ever met has been so sweet, so funny, and have had, like, really good politics also. Oh! Repeat after me. Furries are comrades. Furries are comrades. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think to start, let me just, we've talked a lot about how this is, like, very sweet. This is very much, like, a little cut in the cake of Mm -hmm. of life, of uh, this little meet-cute relationship here. The setting is really interesting. Oh, yeah. Should we start with that? Let's start with that. So the world is kind of taking place while these two factions, monsters and humans, are starting to, like, blend societies. Mm -hmm. And we start the entire series with Tegan, who's our uh, main female lead, who's a baker, and she is, like, baking a cake for the mayor's kid's wedding. Yeah, which is like one of the first notable marriages in the city, apparently, between a human and a monster. So it's kind of like there's a blending 
of like society social justice here. politics exactly and exactly like, and it's still like remarkable that humans and monsters would be into each other it's not remarkable to us but no. <laughs> <laughs> oh no it's not to read the summary um after a wedding cake catastrophe, local decorator Tegan finds herself being helped by a solid wall of fur and fangs named Atlas. She's never met anyone like him and finds herself enamored by his wolfish charm. After their sweet encounters, Atlas invites her to his gym anytime she needs his cake lifting services. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, so nice. fucking cute. <laughs> Dude, caked up. <laughs> lift that cake. You can lift my cake. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tegan decides that instead, she wants to lift the cakes herself. Oh, damn. Hell yeah, girl. She signs up for a membership with Leviathan Fitness, determined to build her strength. Primal desires emerge as Atlas and Tegan test just how much their new love can lift. And if there are any limits to what monsters and humans can do. So it's very much like in like the modern parlance of the times you know mm-hmm. it's like they're texting back and forth everything is like kind of like bro speaky a little bit in a fun yeah, way definitely uh there's a lot of like emoji usage in mm-hmm. like talking to your friends about okay what should i text very relatable stuff absolutely yeah tegan our uh female lead is a thick, hot redhead who owns a bakery specializing in cakes and cupcakes. And I think she's, like, 30 years old. She's around our age. Um, So a bit of, like, an older... I mean, I wouldn't... Okay, not older. Listen, we're not old. It's just that, like, a lot of these These books tend to... They skew a little younger than that. Like, past 24 is notable. Mm Mm-hmm. And anytime there's, like, a, a hot, thick lady who's trying to build her strength in the gym, I just... Look, I just see myself. I see myself in that. I found her very relatable. Yeah, but she's also, like, highly confident oh, yeah. in her body. No, absolutely, you know, like, like, no second-guessing herself. Which is awesome. She's like, I, I'm kind of fine either way, and I'm using this as a way to, like, sleep with this dog dude. But <laughs> also, I might as well get, like, a little bit swole exactly. at the same time. Meanwhile, Atlas uh, is a, you wrote large ripped wolf man <laughs> uh he has like a lot of like cut out tank tops mm-hmm. uh i feel like he always has a, like a hat on backwards yes. or something yes. he might have shutter shades i don't know <laughs> but i wouldn't be surprised mm-hmm. and he's the owner of the gym leviathan fitness I loved the concept of this gym because the idea is that with society integrating between humans and monsters, well, the gym, like the, the monsters needed a place to work out. So he opened this like monster specific gym, like anybody is welcome. But uh, I remember something like the promotional imagery being described where there's like a big pool and like tentacles coming out of the pool. And I'm like, nice. There's like griffins and there's like centaurs, all there's kinds like of monsters in here. There's like yeah. pixies. Exactly. I fucking love this. I would get a membership at this gym. Well, in fact, I think she Tegan's the first human mm-hmm. to get a membership at this gym. But I think we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves. Oh, yeah, yeah. Real quick content warning things, just in case you have any sensitivities. Again, this is all like a work of fiction and of fantasy. If you enjoy it, awesome. But if you're sensitive to anything, be aware that this book contains, one, duh, a non-human male lead. I would hope so. Primal play. Uh, praise, degradation, there's some daddy kink stuff, uh, nodding, which we will get <laughs> yes, into. We'll, we'll I think get this into is it. 
This is our first nodding experience yeah, on this podcast. Yeah, it, it is. This is a first for Let's Go Bump in the Night. Love this for us. Uh, mating tropes. But there's also some stuff around like body image issues and like workout addiction and like body dysmorphia stuff. Mm-hmm. So just know that going, going in. Yeah, and as somebody who's actually been working on stuff around that in therapy lately, I found that this was... This handled the issue very delicately and in a very sweet way that felt good. Yeah, well, it wasn't, like, the main thing about the person. Yeah, You know? Exactly. But it was something that, like, I don't know, it was just treated, like, with, like, a lot of, like, support and understanding and no judgment. Yeah, it's treated very respectfully. And it's, I mean, at its essence, this is a story about somebody coming out of an abusive relationship Atlas had an ex-girlfriend who kind of drove him into this sort of disordered eating, disordered relationship with working out on his body and then kind of like getting into a more therapeutic relationship with somebody who just loves you for who you are and overcoming that. And it just really, really hit me. Yeah. And then it's also about like fucking in a field on the full moon while your friend watches to make sure someone doesn't die. Yeah. It's also about that, which is also very relatable. kind of run immediately into it like from the Mm get-go tegan is like trying to carry part of this wedding cake that she's assembling like at the site of the mayor's wedding for this like very historic wedding between a monster and a human on the way to like bringing one of the layers to her car she ends up dropping it big bad day but then all of a sudden, here comes the big bad wolf, who's not so bad, but very, very sweet. So He's nice. just sweetie pie. Uh, and starts, like, helping her, like, pick up. And they have, like, this sudden, like, oh, no, they're hot mm-hmm. kind of moment. And she's like, hey, let me load you up with some cupcakes, big wolf man. Mm-hmm. They're both, like, very immediately, like, I am attracted to this person. I'm getting vibes, I'm sending vibes, and they're so flustered that no one gets any contact information or names, and so they both, like, stalk each other online, which is... Oh, I've been in this just exact situation the modern so many times. experience. <laughs> yep. Where it's like, okay, maybe they tagged their location yeah. on this business's Instagram, and yeah. it's like... You know, you you all have your friends who are, like, they could work for the fucking FBI and, like, find someone based off of a sliver of information. That's me. I'm the friend. It's spooky. It's amazing. It's a superpower. So, eventually, after there's this little meet-cute, Tegan signs up for the gym. She remembered, like, the shirt mm-hmm. uh, that Atlas was wearing. Ooh, I want to talk about that real quick because the way that that shirt with the Leviathan Fitness logo is described is that it's, like, neon and it has, like, a 90s vibe. Incredible. I need this merch to be real because I would absolutely wear it to the gym. I would cut it into a slight little crop top and I would wear it to the gym. Yeah. Take my money. <laughs> They're both kind of, like, lamenting that they didn't talk to each other. And in their, like, thinking of the other person individually, they both just, like, masturbate. <laughs> they hit, again, they hit the ground running. There's no guessing about their attraction. They're like, yeah. I know what I want. It's this person. I'm flustered about it. Uh, and I'm a thousand times, I'm, like, a thousand hornies at once. This was really fun because I feel like we don't get a lot of solo masturbation scenes in this type of we book. We got multiple And the each. fact that it opens with several of each as they're just like extremely horny for each other and wanting to get to know each other better 
is uh, very true to how it actually is. <laughs> I mean, we all have like a fave vibrator. We all have like these like, okay, I just got to get this out of my system a little bit right now uh-huh. to like move on with my day. Exactly. So I can function whenever I see this person next. Especially, oh, so Tegan ends up Googling the gym that Atlas owns yeah. and finding the like about me page and then just like getting really thirsty over the photo of this ripped wolf man. <laughs> oh, I've just the number of times that I've been there and like done something that borderline creepy out of pure thirst is just yeah. Again, relatable. It's like uncomfortably relatable mm-hmm. sometimes. I, I feel like... too seen maybe. I'm like, oh, I came here to escape. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Not to be shown a mirror uh-huh. of my own weird behaviors. <laughs> so true. So she's like, okay, I think she like talks to her mom or like and like her friend. Her relationship with her mom too is so sweet. Like oh she calls up her mom for advice and her mom is super supportive that she's interested in a She's like, get a, a wolf yeah. She's like, go for it. Fuck if I care. Yeah, exactly. It's just very, very wholesome. This whole thing is just such a delightful romp. It's so wholesome that yeah. I'm uncomfortable because I'm so jaded. <laughs> Generally well, by media. Especially after last week's book, which was like a orgy blood fest. Going we were from so that one to this one was like whiplash. <laughs> so she goes to the gym and she's like, I want a membership. And I already mm-hmm. know what I'm doing, even though she's like, I don't know what I'm doing at the gym. Yeah. I've been there. But she, like, already knows his name, and they have this, like, funny moment where he's like, oh, how do you know my name? She's like, well, I may have looked you, I mean, I've looked the gym up, and it's like, bitch, you were stalking this guy, and he knows it. You were fully insta-stalking him. We know you scrolled way back and accidentally liked a photo from two years ago. We all do it. It's okay. It's fine. And he's very cute, because he has, like, a lot of, like, you know, canine attributes. Like, he knocks, like, his, like, protein shake over with his tail. Oh, a really cute detail, too, is whenever they lay eyes on each other, Atlas cannot stop his tail from wagging, so it's just, like, kind of thumping against things in the background, and it's fucking cute. It reminds me of, like, old cartoon wolves, like, with the awuga eyes. (laughs) This is that guy as a gym bro. They exchange numbers. He's eventually like, I can help you train. And I gotta say... I don't think I've ever liked Dick enough to get up at 4 a.m. to go to the gym. I gotta say, I would have said no. I would have said no. It doesn't matter how hot he is. I would not get up at 4 a.m. to meet somebody at the gym. I'm sorry. I I was flabbergasted. Yeah, the level of thirst. That was the only unbelievable part for me. was just because, like, my ass is not getting out of bed. The level of thirst that Tegan must have had to agree to that. 3.30 a.m. that you're getting up so you can look at least a little cute. I would, and I would have to shower fully beforehand because you're going to go see a hot wolf man. You're going to be looking cute. And, like, I would be wondering, like, man, is your, like, sense of smell really good? Like, what if I stink? I don't know. It could be kind of hot. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hey. (laughs) Eventually, they, like, while working out together, he's like, oh, I'll train you. And it's Mm -hmm. a very hot moment. (laughs) A lot of tension. A lot of tension, like, gets released. Yes. Straight up, like, I don't think this is one of the ones we're going to talk about, but it's important to the plot. It's important to the plot. Uh, Tegan just straight up, like, blows, blows him <laughs> at, th- at 4.30 in the morning in an empty gym. And I have to say, I have given head, like, first thing before. And for me, sometimes, if it's the only thing I've had that day, it can make my tummy a little upset. Oh, no, Katie. I know. We're Coming thinking, out oh. of a era of having an upset tummy for yeah. a few days. I was like... 
if it's or like if I'm like a little bit hungover or something. Yeah. I was just having like flashbacks of like the times that that has been bad for me. Oh I'm like, no. Sometimes it's good. Duh. But I was also just recently sick. Well, Tegan is uh, a champion. Eating him for breakfast. So good on her. Yeah, he's got a good diet. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he tastes great apparently. So <laughs> having nothing but pineapple juice. <laughs> you know those electrolytes are up. He's mm. hydrated. Mm. I have a couple of questions though mm-hmm. about like the anatomy here. Yes. Let's talk about the dog dick. We've all seen like the little red rocket of someone's horny ass dog on the street. Tell me, Eva, how would you describe Atlas's junk? Oh my god. Okay. Um, is it nitty? Is it nowdy? Is it like It's an Audi. It's got the the knot. We've got folks, we've got a knot. Baby's first knot. It's a big bulbous protrusion my my instinct just now was to google it so i could describe it better i don't know what? if here sh- incognito mode is oh, <laughs> okay he's fully just gonna do it what is welcome to let's go bump in the night where we look up dog dick of the knot <laughs> at base of canine there you go penis oh my god okay thank you it's called the, okay this can't be real but it is Called the bulbous glandus. No. Yeah. Wikipedia. No. Also called a bulb or knot is an erectile tissue structure on the penis of canid mammals. During mating, immediately before ejaculation, the tissue swells up to lock or tie the male's penis inside the female. Huh. So you're just stuck there. I can see the appeal. Um, the locking is completed by circular muscles just inside the female's vagina, tightening this, preventing the male from withdrawing. Which I don't think is how it's depicted in this book. I think it's like that dick's so big at the base that you can't take it out for a second. Yeah, and it's kind of a question between these two as their sexual relationship evolves that like, hey, like, is this anatomy even compatible? And listener, we find out that it is. I, uh, Katie's Sorry. face just changed. <laughs> there's, there's. Are more. you looking at? <laughs> uh, for domestic dogs, the time may last up to half an hour or more. Sorry, what? I just am thinking. I would. What if you caught like a urinary tract infection? That's. <laughs> you got a pee, girl. Like that does seem a little hazardous. Oh, it also occurs in the penises of some pinnipeds. It's oh. like seals. Huh. Cool. <laughs> the things we're learning recording this podcast are truly wild. So Atlas got one of those. <laughs> I don't re- exactly recall the technique of like, does it swell up while giving head or any of that stuff? But it's a part of the equation of uh, their sexual encounters mm-hmm. of a monster human situation. Yeah, they're trying to figure out if it'll even work really and she's like it'll work she's like yeah i can take it yeah it's no problem (laughs) as far as like plot points for this book they get together it's cute i think she has like an asshole older brother that like isn't super into monsters generally he has like an asshole ex-girlfriend kind of like the main plot issue i think for them Mm -hmm. and there's this whole thing where on like the full moon she like came up to him the ex-girlfriend was like Hey, I'll do you a and favor. And she's like a wolf with tits, by the way. Yeah, she's a she's a t- betittied wolf. <laughs> Which, like, wouldn't they have like six? That's what was, that's what I was thinking too. But no. Okay. We're talking like a furry. Where it's just like. <laughs> yes. Cool. I did a visual thing there. So sorry. No, she, she gestured to her chest. 
But anyway, so his asshole ex-girlfriend who gave him all these like complexes was like, hey, I'll do you a favor and like you can be my partner on the full moon for like your rut, which Mm -hmm. is like this thing. How would you describe the rut? Okay, so apparently wolvens, this kind of permanent werewolf type being, go into a rut once a month on the full moon. And during that rut, they are extremely horny. They're extremely primal. They're maybe dangerous. And they kind of like stalk around out in the wild, I guess, looking to fuck. I think they like find a partner and there's like a chase aspect. Yeah. And I don't think they're actually dangerous. I think what it is, is that Atlas hasn't been with like a human I see. And hasn't, like, really, like, let go 100%. Yeah, so he's worried that, point. that he's going to hurt her in this state. And she's like, I wish you would. Yeah, she's like, well, I've got a primal kink, so let's fucking like, go. come on. And, you know, there's, like, some best friend shenanigans. There's some other Getting ready characters. for a date and, uh, like... Going over to his house and he's, like, secretly super fucking rich. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what a fantasy. I know, uh... I'm a simple girl. That's, that's all I want. I did like that TikTok thing today that was like, okay, what, what's your Christmas list? Yeah. And mine said, here's what you want for Christmas. The first one was a rich wife. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> clocked. <laughs> you got me. Let's get into this like first sex scene. Mm-hmm. So this scene takes place on their first official date together. So after the scene in the gym, Tegan goes over to his place. It's a mansion. He's like made her some really nice pasta. It's like a really nice area of town. Yeah, it's like a gated community. Has it ever happened to you before where like you've gone on a date with someone and they're like secretly rich or like they're in like a nicer area than you expected? Yes. Yeah. And it's Uh, weird. It is very weird. And you're like... How did I, this trash gremlin, <laughs> like, I'm going to get turned away at the gate. <laughs> Show up in my overalls. <laughs> so they just had, like, the, the, it's, like, their first date, like, dinner. He's, like, really pulling out all the stops to seduce her, like, making her the nice pasta. They have nice conversation. And then Tegan fully reveals that she just, like, brought some pipettes of icing and she's, like, I want to lick this off of you. <laughs> Again, this this bitch is brazen. This bitch, she Imagine, knows what she wants. Like, this is, like, official date. Yeah, one. first date. Like, hey, I brought this to suck off of you. <laughs> Another question is, can Wolven have chocolate? <gasps> or oh, no. It, I don't know. I doubt, I bet none of this is chocolate. I don't 100% remember, but, like... I just think of, like, poor sad tummies and puppies. Oh, no. Sweet boy. Wait, I bet he would eat it anyway. To Google. To Google. Can wolf eat <laughs> chocolate? <laughs> Your Google search history is going to be fucking wild after this one, Katie. Wolves lack the metabolizing enzymes <gasps> that break down the theobromine and caffeine in chocolate. So it's poisonous for wolves as well? Oh, no. <gasps> Well, there's lots I of wonder other if flavors. It's like the, I wonder if it's like the equivalent of someone who's like lactose intolerant, though. So they're just yeah. like, I'll do, I'll just like mainline some lactose. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Time. So yeah, Tegan's like, I brought all of this, all of these frosting <laughs> bags. <laughs> and I'm sorry, it was just so funny to me because like you gotta like refrigerate that shit yeah. and like pull it out and be like, oh, hey, I brought this. I just 
Katie, all I could think of was like, oh man, you're going to get a yeast infection after all this. Again, I think I've mentioned before that like my shit is so sensitive, my pH balances. Yeah. But like if I don't have like 100% like cotton underwear and like if I don't have like enough like acid in my diet or yeah, something. Yeah, dude. This is like, I'd be like, I'm sorry, I can't. Yeah, exactly. But like. Again, you fucking shoot your shot. You go. She knows what she wants. Obviously into it. She's going to get it. And I love that for her. So this is from Atlas's point of view. Each step up to my room felt like agony with Tegan's precious pussy pressed tight against my cock. I feel like he's got like more of like a bro thing. Like. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. What's a bro voice? I feel like. I feel. Each step up to my room felt like <laughs> agony with Tegan's precious <laughs> pussy pressed tight against my cock. <laughs> like that? <laughs> Keep going like that, Katie. I could feel the warmth radiating off of her through my jeans. <laughs> Bro. And I had to fight to stifle the groans that threatened to slip out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing some incredible character work here. Tegan diligently held on to the bags of icing, her green eyes scanning the stairway, then the hall leading to my master suite. Flex. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, you got a master suite. Oh, that's cool, I guess. I have a two-bedroom condo <laughs> that I scrimped and saved. I kicked open the door and carried her like the queen she was to the four-poster king-size bed in the middle of my room. Here he is flexing metaphorically Damn. and literally. What's this layout? Give me I the know. square footage. <laughs> Show me your red fin listing. Apparently he's really self-conscious that he lives in this big mansion too because his ex like kind of pressured him into getting it. So there's a lot of kind of like shame around it too. I feel bad that it wasn't his choice. Mm-hmm. But also that like, I mean, you can move. It's, it might be time. Yeah. Exactly. You can downsize because he's really lonely to be in. Wait, he has a roommate, right? No. No? Oh. Yeah, he's just alone in this big mansion. A lone wolf. Ooh. But I will say, like, getting brought home to it. I feel like he has, like, an induction stove top. Yeah. Like, it's described as, like, a full chef's kitchen. Damn. I'd be swooned as fuck. I'd be like, yeah. And he cooks. And he cooks. He cooks good. Ugh. This wolf is the full package. Yeah, he is. Tegan looked at the white duvet with a grimace and carefully placed the piping bags of chocolate icing. It's chocolate! Chocolate! No! No! On the nightstand. (laughs) Atlas, this is a really nice duvet. What if we get icing all over it? I'd be wondering the same thing. It was cute that in the heat of the moment, she cared about my comforter, when in reality, I couldn't give two shits about that thing. I pressed a button on my phone that closed the automatic blind (laughs) and loosened the collar of my shirt. He's just constantly flexing. I, like, went to Lowe's, like, not that long ago and was, like, looking at, like, different types of blinds. Mm-hmm. Shit's expensive. He owns a gym, but, like... Wh- he don't gotta. Where, where does this wealth go? <laughs> I'm interested in the financial situation here. Look at his books. <laughs> he might be into some shady stuff. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> no, he's too nice. No, he's very sweet. I don't care about the blankets, Tegan, but I don't plan to waste a single bite of that icing. Without warning, I pounced, jumping on the bed and slowly crawling over to her. Atlas, she moaned as my lips crashed into hers. (laughs) 
That's a funny word to describe it. My muzzle and her face colliding as intimately as they could. So kissing, like, it's like a dog-headed man. Yes. Like, I feel like it's mostly tongue. Yeah. Like, you can't, like, get, like, a vacuum seal. No. You kind of just have to do your best. He's got to, like, lean in. Her delicate fingers traced over the hard panes of my muscular chest before circling around the pointed tips of my nipples. I'm thinking about, like, hair distribution on this mm-hmm. woman's body. He's supposed to be very, like, is it downy? Is it, like... It's supposed to be very soft and kind of short, right? Okay, so maybe it's more like how with dogs, like, they kind of have, like, a bear-ish t- yeah. tummy. That's cute. That's cute. That tickles. I chuckled against her soft lips. Take your clothes off, she asked, her chest heaving with heavy breaths. Oh, yeah? You want to get me naked, Miss Rollins? Yes, please, she asked so nicely. I had to comply. Anything for you, baby. I gave her a quick peck on the lips before hopping off of the bed. There was no way I was going to awkwardly shimmy out of these jeans up there with her. If she wanted a show, she'd get one. Also, there's a lot of words spent here on just, like, how tight these jeans are on him. (laughs) I think something that is sometimes, like, glossed over in these books is how aware of yourself you are during, like, sexual Uh encounters. Especially the first one with somebody new. Yeah, like, P and V sex. I think the first one for them. Where it's like, oh, shit, I need to wear something that, like, how do I take this off in, like, a sexy way? Uh (laughs) Or, like, how do I, you know, make this as, like, non-awkward and, like, seamless as possible? Like, Mm -hmm. I was was feeling it. I didn't spend all those years on a stage flexing for nothing. So he was, like, in bodybuilding competitions? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. The lights dimmed when I tapped a button on my phone. (laughs) Dude, he's got those hue lights. He's got the hue lights. I also have a, a fuck scene for my hue lights. Yeah. So put on I the get fuck it, dude. scene. Hey Siri. It's it's called a play date. <laughs> Is it purple? It's purple and gold. I fucking do it. Yeah, purple and gold. I shrugged off my shirt before fumbling with my jeans. They unbuttoned without any issues. Good. <laughs> but I struggled to work them down over my thighs. Because they're just so caked up. God, I am such a simp for big thighs. I know. I mean, you date someone who bikes. Yeah. You're married to someone who bikes. I'm married, yeah. I, I, I tend to go for uh, people with very powerful lower halves. Mm-hmm. Shit, they were tight. <laughs> I hopped on one foot and tried to pull from the bottom of the leg, but it was no use. I threw my body onto the ground and lifted my hips, rolling them down over my ass, then my thighs and calves. It's pretty extra, bro, but... He's got got all all the, like, muscles. Yeah. The whole time, Tegan laughed wildly, her enjoyment of the entire situation overriding any embarrassment I felt. We all love a goofy, a goofy yeah. guy. And that's exactly what Atlas is. He's just a sweet, goofy, little himbo little man. himbo man. Just... Big himbo man. I feel very safe with this character. <laughs> and I don't mean, I think he's very smart, but I think he would be impressed if he saw that I like completed a Wednesday New York Times crossword. <laughs> he would, because he's a very supportive like, wow. and sweet man. When I was finally down to my boxer briefs, I stood at the foot of the bed and looked up at Tegan. Fuck, you're hot, she said, her voice barely a whisper. I rubbed my neck and smiled, sure that if my cheeks weren't covered in fur, I'd be blushing. I think there was like one fan art image that I saw 
because uh, we do look up fan art where mm-hmm. someone had put like a tattoo on his arm. I was like, how does that work? Yeah. So actually the fan art that you're talking about right now, is it, is it this one? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So in this depiction of Tegan and Atlas, he's like dressed very alt and very punk. He has like an ear cuff. He's wearing a spiked collar. He's got like a, a tattered vest on and he has a little like heart tattoo that has like a t in it for tegan which is fucking cute but also i don't remember him being this alt well he even has a nose ring man i would i would have my life ruined by this wolf but no i think that the actual atlas is a bit more of like a basic gym bro yeah i wish he was this alt yeah i do i love both i got back up on the bed and slowly began to climb over top of her taking my time to kiss whatever I could on my way up. Stopping at her waist, I looked at her perfect body and debated all the wicked things I wanted to do to this woman. One of my hands found its way to her pussy and rubbed her through the material of the dress. She groaned and arched her hips to meet my palm. That's it. That's my good girl, I growled. Is this what you want? A wolfman touching this pretty little pussy? (laughs) I mean, yes. Yes. Yes, yes, I it do. Is. And continue. <laughs> Gods, yes, please, Atlas. She sounded so desperate to have me. For the first time in a long time, I felt genuinely sexy, genuinely wanted. No, not just wanted, needed. Carefully, I spread her legs to accommodate my large body. How tall is he? Oh, he's like seven cool. feet yeah. or something, nice. right? Yeah, cool, cool, cool. He's a large man. Cool, 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 cool. cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah, nice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> My heart beat rapidly as her panties came into view. The delicate piece of pink lace just barely covering her pussy. Fuck, Tegan. I growled. You smell so fucking good. So we're talking about. He smells. Yeah. He knows the, uh. the perfume of which we speak. I do love that smell. Oh, God, it's the best. My snout pressed tight against her cunt, my nostrils flaring wildly to inhale as much of her as I could. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I had to fight the urge to rub my face against her pussy. I wanted to mark myself with her Don't fight it. Just do it. (laughs) Just do it. Just follow those instincts. Whomst among us does not enjoy that. She brought me back to reality. Atlas, please touch me. Taste me. Something. My girl needed more, and I'd always provide for her. With shaky hands, I curled the tips of my claws under the waistband of her panties and pulled them over the expanse of her thick thighs. Thick with, like, five C's. Uh, I feel seen. Across Tegan's hips were bands of stretch marks, and I kissed and nuzzled them gently as I slid her panties down to her ankles. Damn, I feel so good. I feel seen. <laughs> Tegan kicked them off and spread her legs making room between them for my broad body. Fuck, I moaned, as I shimmied between her legs, admiring the perfectly manicured landing strip that led straight to her glistening pussy. I feel very seen. Yeah. (laughs) She was already wet for me. My hands wrapped around the back of her thighs, forcing her legs wider as I brought my muzzle closer to her cunt. Her breath hitched as my tongue grazed against her folds before circling around her clit. Shit, Atlas. Tegan said, and thrust her hips forward, pushing her delicious pussy against my face. Mmm, I groaned. So tasty, so sweet. Look, we're all here for the same reason. I feel like this is a safe space to say that probably, like, getting eaten out by a wolfman is pretty sick. That tongue is long. Yeah, it's gonna be good. 
I dragged my tongue against her clit repeatedly, working her up with each slow pass over the sensitive bud. I wanted to savor this, to eat Tegan like I was a starving wolf and she was my last meal. <sighs> yep. Yep. My, I'm like crossing my legs right now. Mm-hmm. We're, we're doing great. Her body writhed beneath me and little moans along with my name slipped past her lips. I increased the pressure, rubbing the textured surface of my tongue roughly against her clit. Tegan's thighs quivered and the wetness from her pussy coated my face. You probably like really see it too because he's like got a hairy face. Aww. Why is that cute? Why is that a cute image? It just is. It's a cute book. With her scent covering me, I was in heaven. Yes, Atlas. She moaned from the mountain of pillows at the top of the bed. <laughs> I, okay. Pillow princess vibes. <laughs> but also the fact that this single-ass man has, like, a More bunch of throw than pillows. two pillows? Wow. I mean, I guess he did move into this house with his ex. That's right, baby. Come for me. I growled against her pussy before flicking the tip of my tongue against her clit. My eyes focused on her face, and with her full lips parted in a moan of pleasure, she came undone against my tongue. My tail wagged the entire time. (laughs) Fucking adorable. I can't. We get a little bit of Tegan POV in this encounter. Yeah. I lay there for a minute, unable to move or even think straight as Atlas joined me at the head of the bed. I'm pretty sure he had just given me an out-of-body experience. The wolf had charmed my pussy like no human had ever done before. (laughs) Yeah, we know. You okay, baby? The gravelly bass in his voice sending shivers down my body. I'm more than okay. Yeah, I'm I'm doing great, buddy. I sighed dreamily and ran my fingers through the slightly damp fur of his cheeks like I said. Before pulling his face to mine. I had no problem making out with him and tasting myself on his lips. The hard length of his cock pressed against my leg, and he groaned as I pushed my body tight to his. Do you want to fuck? Maybe play with the icing? I asked. (laughs) As Atlas nipped at my neck playfully. You'll poison him! No, Tegan! You gotta stop! I think this is our first food play scene that we've read on the pod. I mean, technically vampires (laughs) is also food play, but... (laughs) Does that count? Or is that, hmm. that blood play was in its own arena? Yeah, I think it depends on who's playing from whose uh, perspective. That's a good point. Fuck yes. I've been fantasizing about licking icing off of your naked body since the moment we met. Have you? <laughs> Katie's just blinking wildly. He rolled his hips into my thigh, forcing a moan out of me before helping me into a sitting position. Can you just get my zipper started for me? I asked shyly as I swept my hair to the front of my chest. Sure thing, baby, he said with a lazy smile. I didn't think I'd ever get tired of hearing him call me that. With expert precision, he's done this before, Atlas pinched the zipper between his claws. I imagine it's hard to, like, do fastenings and stuff when you have big old claws. I mean, I'm one to talk. Expert precision? I figure it out. I've got a full, like, queer manicure. I've got super long claws on all of my fingers except for the three on my right hand, baby. You're signaling. I'm signaling. I stepped off the bed and watched as Atlas propped himself against the headboard, his yellow eyes watching my every move. One hand slipped behind my back, and I slowly lowered the zipper the rest of the way, holding the dress up against my breasts with one free hand. I was reminded again of how large he was. 
how his cock had stretched my mouth and tested the limits of my gag reflex. And his knot. Oh, goddess, that round, thick <laughs> knot. I'm sorry I made eye contact with you. <laughs> just, as soon as she said that. Just the thought of it going inside of me had my pussy clutching. Maybe she does uh, <clears throat> have the right parts for this. I'm saying there's a toy shape for everything. I wouldn't be surprised if she maybe had some... Uh... I'm fully just going to baddragon.com to look yeah, up there's, oh, one thousands. of these. Yeah, there's thousands. Go to Etsy. <laughs> People be making that shit custom. Werewolf dildo. His cock sprang free and slapped against his abs. Boy, I've seen this happen before. <laughs> okay, I, I know it's like hot, but it's also so funny it to is, see. It's simultaneously hot and funny. Because I just hear the boy-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-y
Shit, yes, you can do whatever you want, sweet thing. Aww. I circled his knot with the piping bag, coating it with a thick layer of icing. Okay, just hear me out. It's like, what if she had, like, the full technique? She's like... Oh, she's, like, making little rosettes. Yeah. She must be. She's an expert. Pipes out, happy birthday. <laughs> happy anniversary, babe. Honestly, if somebody did that to me, I would be, uh, unfortunately, so charmed. It would be a nice reward for me when my mouth reached it. Lowering my lips down to his cock, I stuck my tongue out and circled it around his head, the sweet flavor of his pre-cum blooming along my taste buds. Yes, he moaned as I slowly worked him deeper. My mouth and my gag reflex pushed to their limits as I bobbed closer to his knot. Tegan, fuck, he groaned. You're gonna make me come if you keep working me over like this. I'd rather come inside of you. I pulled off his cock and licked the icing from my lips. You want to come inside of me? I mean, I'd like to, yeah. This is wild. <laughs> Do you have an IUD? Oh, actually, I thought it was really nice that there was like a, a little safety discussion here. No, I guess it's like the assumption that it's an IUD where it's like, Instead of, like, what are your birth control preferences? Yeah, the fact or, like, that are you on birth control? Was that specific about it was kind of interesting, I guess. But maybe, I don't know. Well, no, no, actually, does she mention Now that I'm remembering, um, the reason that he asked specifically, do you have an IUD, is because he then goes on to say, like, other <gasps> methods are not effective As against woven gum. Because it's so strong and it's powerful. it's so potent. Well, it's nice. It's like, I feel like usually the impetus is put on the person with, like, the vagina. Yeah. In the encounters. It's kind of like a femme-coded responsibility to be asking about these things and yeah. figuring them out. It's like, come on. Pick up the mantle. Yeah. Penis wielders. <laughs> Do better. Fuck. Okay. I said and licked around his knot until it was free from any music. <laughs> I'm so sorry. There's an option on this website to view this You're dog. You're still... <laughs> Sorry, no, hear me out. You can you can click a view in 3D option. Wait. <laughs> rotating this like knot in space. Just helicoptering this dick around. <laughs> you can spin it. Spin the dog dick dildo. Lay down, he instructed with a bossy edge to his voice. Atlas rose to his knees and I lay on my back next to him, anxious for him to touch my body. He took the piping bag in his hands and dotted my nipples with fluffy rosettes. <laughs> He's doing like piping techniques, damn. I love it. Before drawing a line over the swell of my stomach and down to just above my pussy. The most delicious treat. He growled and circled his tongue around my nipple, making me moan and clutch the fur at the back of his head. I do like the idea that you can, like, be clutching hair. Yeah, yeah. You always have, like, a little hold. And he's very soft, too. So soft. Does it ever get, like, matted? Does he have to, like, brush? I'm sure he grooms himself. Head to toe? Yeah. I feel like it takes a long time. Probably. Bite me, please. He looked up at me with his bright twin moon eyes and flashed me a toothy grin. With a snarl, he tugged on my nipple and rubbed the calloused tip of his finger against my clit. I screamed as an unexpected orgasm tore through me, causing my chest to heave and my thighs to shake. The pleasure. The pain. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm good. I'm great. I'm doing great. 
It was everything that I'd wanted and never been able to find with a human partner. Yes, that's right. Such a good girl for me. Such a little slut for my sharp teeth. I'm going to give that a B minus. <laughs> <laughs> We're on the right track. We're on the right track. I'd be like, mm, okay. Okay, I'll like roll with it. We'll get there. We'll find <laughs> our beats. It's like improv comedy. It's not all going to hit. Oh, you like that sweet thing? You like when I talk about what a needy girl you are? My chest heaved. Mm-hmm. I mumbled. It's hot. It's, it is yeah. hot. Tegan, you're right. The corner of his muzzle turned up in a wolfish smile before he grazed his fangs against the soft skin of my inner thigh. Okay, baby. Another deep laugh rumbled out of him. I'll give you what you need. Atlas rose to his knees and carefully maneuvered himself between my legs. I watched in awe as he stroked the impressive length of his cock, the knot already thick and swollen and the red tip glistening with pre-cum. Nice and wet for me. You ready, sweet thing? Gonna fuck you with this monster cock now. (laughs) (laughs) That's very on the nose. (laughs) Ever so gently. After saying we're gonna fuck you with this monster cock. I'm gonna fuck. Okay, Okay, good way to put that in there. Baby (laughs) snacks. Honestly, like, good work. Mm -hmm. Atlas eased inside with a deep groan. Fuck, Tegan, you're so tight. I closed my eyes and bit my lip, my fists white knuckling the sheets as I stretched around him. The burning sensation was so intense, I felt like I was being split in two. Okay. I will say it shouldn't burn. No. That might be the icing. (laughs) Oh, girl. Leftover. That UTI is going to be rough. Tegan, look at me, baby. He instructed gruffly. We can stop. He wanted me, but he didn't want to hurt me. No, no, I want this. I I just need a second. Take all the time you need, sweet thing. I could stay like this forever. Okay, very cute. Also, like, get this bitch a vibrator right now. Yeah, dude. This is, like, perfect vibe time, in Mm -hmm. my opinion. Uh, I agree, 100%. He kissed my neck and traced his claw around my nipple. I grabbed Atlas's hips, encouraging him to keep going. That's right, baby. He growled in my ear as he filled me with his cock. He pushed deeper until his knot grazed against my entrance. More! My words were a plea as my hands drifted over Atlas's muscular thighs. Mmm, there we go. There's like that TikTok where, sorry, I've been watching a lot of TikToks, I was was sick, where this gal is like, there's nothing sluttier than a man with a thigh tattoo. And then there's like all these like thirst trap men. <laughs> Being like, what do you mean? Like pulling up their gym shorts. Oh like, man. And I was like, I also, you're right. Understand completely and not me married to somebody with a thigh tattoo. Mm-hmm. Dude. Mm-hmm. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. The friction of his knot on my clit had me climbing toward an orgasm at an alarming rate. I wondered what it would feel like to have his knot inside of me and that delicious friction right against my G-spot. We've we've read about a lot of monster dicks that have extra pieces that, like, fit against the clit or the G-spot. And I just gotta say, god damn, I wish it was just like that. (laughs) I know. Well, one thing is that, like, so when the clit gets aroused... And I know you know this, but in case people don't know it. Dear listener. You know how there's like, it's kind of like this like upside down V shape. Mm -hmm. 
but also the legs go like internal yeah it's, it's aroused and so like it's like a tall structure within you yeah and so it's not just like around like i think people think sometimes that like upside down wishbone shape mm-hmm. can be it's only around like the opening but no it goes like internally mm-hmm. good and so if that's aroused it can swell up to like 300 times and so eventually like all internal penetration will feel really really mm-hmm. good again depending on however your body's made up it's going to be different for everybody totally but like there is a level of just like you have to get someone with a clit mm-hmm. just fucking out of their mind aroused yes and then all internal stuff is gonna feel that much better mm-hmm. it's also gonna feel like obviously like wetter and tighter for mm-hmm. the person like going internally absolutely so it's just like do do your fucking job <laughs> yeah just like spend the time to get it the prep work done yeah. and and relish that time relish that time because it's a great ass time it should be 90 percent. <laughs> but then yeah, exactly and then always think of where that extremely sensitive tissue is so like on the inside roof and then actually on the outside of the pelvis you, you can, can press like down. press down and just think about where that tissue is and how you can stimulate it from any angle really yeah it's not like so much a spot as more of like a g area mm-hmm. i remember like pretty young that sensation of feeling like you have to pee mm-hmm. and being like i have to pee so bad but i'm like i feel good yeah and it's just like oh because your bladder like hits up against yes. that structure absolutely dude come here atlas grunted and grabbed my thighs before rising onto his knees with his cock still buried inside of me that's right be a good girl for me and come on my cock tegan i'm so close come on my cock like a good little slut and i'll fill you with my cum i mean here's the thing i do love the point when someone just gets rambly because they're like i'm out they're of losing mind. their minds yeah yeah and it's, it's like hot as fuck yes that's i need you in that state mm-hmm. those twin moons narrowed into something sharper and more sinister as the pointed tips of his claws pierced my thighs ever so slightly I came apart around him, my pussy spasming with the most intense orgasm I had ever felt. Atlas's orgasm followed mine. His cock throbbed inside of me, filling me with spurt after spurt of cum. (sighs) Okay, this might be weird, but... Nothing's weird here. (laughs) Yeah, we're in a safe space. Do you ever come so hard that it unearths... A, like forgotten beautiful childhood memory yeah really that happens yeah. to you too yeah well it's more just like there's like this sense of like i think adulthood pure joy is never uncomplicated mm-hmm. and so sometimes it's very rare to have like in some ways an uncomplicated joy that to me reminds me of like being you know, unstressed and yeah. like free in a way that I don't get to experience on a daily basis. That sometimes it's like, oh, I'm outside and there's like a cottonwood tree blooming. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my God. I, I'm so glad you understand what I'm talking about because like sometimes I'll have one of those types of orgasms. It's really special. It has mm-hmm. to be like just right. And you have to feel super safe. Feel and, like... super safe, so loved, so relaxed. And then I'll just like remember climbing up onto a tree with like a natural platform in the woods behind my house that like had a view of the entire forest 
and just feeling that like uncomplicated joy as I'm coming. Yeah, and it's like I'm so, transported. Like, I, I forgot like that memory and now it's back again. Or there's like sorry, let's talk about our childhood oh, coming yeah. memories. Exactly. Mine is there's like this like acre woods by my childhood home and there was like this like mother stump that yeah. was like the central point between three paths in these woods uh-huh. and just like fucking sitting on that thing and just watching squirrels and, and you like, and you remember that stump when you come sometimes sometimes <laughs> like if it's why, good enough why do that's so interesting i i have think not it has to do with heard like anything un- about this but this is a shared experience that yeah, we yeah, have yeah. i think it has to do with like one i think we both had like extreme uh connections with like fun imaginative childhoods mm, mm-hmm. you know where there was like a lot of like freedom and exploration absolutely two i think again it's that uncomplicated joy mm-hmm. that is really hard to find in adulthood and something about those it's neurons like firing just like really connects to it's a like summer vacation like yeah that's like forgotten and that the memory just comes back so vividly at the peak of that orgasm and then as soon as it's over i'm like what the fuck was that? That was awesome. Or it's like, was this a past life? Yeah, exactly. Get you a partner who uh, can catapult you into the multiverse. <laughs> Atlas gave me a lazy smile as he pulled out, and I could feel his cum trickling out of me. His hair was must from sex, and his golden eyes twinkled as he gazed up in my flushed face. I was so incredibly fucked. <laughs> Damn. Relatable. I feel like, and it makes sense considering how like abusive his ex girlfriend was. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of the time, people who are like very attentive to others mm-hmm. are it's usually sometimes like a replacement for what they wish they could be treated like. Yeah, and I really see that. For and I Atlas. hate that that's how you learn sometimes how to like really care for another person. What I worry about with Atlas yeah. at this point is that to me it reads as like I have to like earn your love right yeah. now in a way that like me just being who I am like obviously take care of your partner do these things yeah. but it's like I sense a deep insecurity yeah sweet man which I was fucking right on yeah <laughs> so like the knot was not like the knot was not didn't tie that knot mm, no no <laughs> But they do in the next scene. Mm-hmm. We get a little, we, we get some of the, the favorites. It's like, there's like in penetration the and there's like the big penetration. Yeah, exactly. It's like the knot goes in. Uh-huh, uh-huh. For me, I just worry because someone who's, I'm like, if you even like graze my cervix, I'm like, bah! <laughs> yeah. No! <laughs> and so like... Sometimes with that stuff, I'm all about getting, like, width stretched. Yeah. Love that. But I worry for this. It might not be my thing because it would go too deep. And you'd be like, I'd be like, ow, 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 ow. Though the length of the vagina does increase with arousal. So mm-hmm. also depending on what part of your cycle you're in. Yeah, that's it, like, true. Like, your cervix drops. Mm-hmm. People, they don't tell you this shit. They don't tell you this shit. Maybe you're learning this now for the first time. The more aroused you are, the more your vaginal canal will become longer. Make sure that the oven's preheated first. Yeah, what, what's that? The crock pot method? Yeah, the crock pot method. I heard about this too. Yeah. So 
The crock-pot method is uh, kind of like a theory of, I don't know, arousal with your partner that it takes all day to make your partner aroused. You start first thing in the morning by like teasing them, giving them longing glances. Little like touches, Mm -hmm. little like... Build the desire throughout the day. My favorite. So that by the time it's time to go to pound town... Uh, they're very receptive tender. and tender and they want you. It's like you're building anticipation yeah. in a very, very sexy way. Mm-hmm. So crockpot mess. So first of all, Atlas has like a bestie named Kale. No, what's his griffin friend's name? Yeah, a gym bro bud who's a griffin named Kale. Who's the most bro of bros. A fucking bro. I was with the lads. <laughs> I know he's not British, but like... No, but it's somehow the impression that I get too. Like he's having cheeky nandos with the lads. Like, Yeah, he's got Fallon and Kale. I think Fallon is the griffin. Fallon is the griffin. Is Kale the orc? Kale's the orc. Who's into the pixie who leads the jazzercise classes. Uh, I, I, I want to know so much more. So Fallon and Kale uh, are some of Atlas's besties at the gym and he actually enlists them. There's like a little bit of like a voyeur thing going on here because he's like, hey, the full moon's coming up. I want to spend it with my new girlfriend, Tegan. I She's like a squishy human though and I'm afraid because mm-hmm. I'm this big swinging dicked wolf man <laughs> yes. and I don't want to hurt my new soft like baker girlfriend. Exactly. So he's like, hey buddies, um, please don't watch, but like, if you could listen in to this encounter and make Imagine sure that she's asking, safe. Sorry. Does it, I need to see this. <laughs> like, this is a kink thing, right? Like, he frames it as a safety thing, but this is a kink thing. Yeah, I know it is a safety thing in this world, but for us, it's a kink it's thing. It's a kink thing. It's like, hey, my buddies are gonna, they're gonna listen in. And just to make sure in you're your safe. Head, you're like, am I about to get like, like, triple maybe i gotta gotta get a train run on me here because like like, shit it's a full moon might as well but the idea is that on the full moon a wolven becomes even more wolf-like and more feral and like i gotta fuck wants to fuck but they want to chase and fuck exactly so we have a primal prey king going on here love it common with monster romance it's a it's a favorite flavor in Mm. this house and so we get a little bit of a little bit of spicy fear and mixed with pleasure. And it's a little, pleasure. like, Little Red Riding Hood homage. I love here. it. Yes. Yeah, so uh, we get a description of Tegan's outfit where she's putting on basically, like, a Little Red Riding Hood fit. And um, it's like she has this cottage in the woods. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's, like, out in, like, a pasture in the woods in the night, like, awaiting mm-hmm. her big swang and dicked wolf boyfriend. <laughs> Yep. To get dicked down. Yeah, so this is, like, I'm going to be in my rut. And there's also this thing. I think there's maybe some talk of, like, he's maybe worried or thinking about that she might be his, like, mate. Mm, Oh, that's right. We've got some magical monogamy going on here. So apparently Wolven's... They, during a rut sometimes, I don't know, like, is it... I don't remember the logistics. I just remember it was mentioned. Again, I enter a state where I am, like, (laughs) okay, plot They could, like, mate somebody where they, like, bite them and claim them, and then they're, you know, bound. It's it's magical monogamy. It's it's a spicy magical monogamy. Yeah, it's a little spicy. A little little spicy. And again, 
I need to just, I can't explain enough. Like, I'll read these books and it's like I've blacked out. <laughs> I feel the same way sometimes. And so I just have to say, it's possible that 80% of what comes out of our mouths is wrong and still read these books. We like them. Yeah. And we're having a fun time. The whole thing is like, if any of this is interesting to you, you should go and read the book yourself because there's so much more to it. And then also you get to have a fun moment where you get to correct us. Yeah. Please tell us how wrong we were. Oh, we tell were just, us how, we were bad. We were so bad. <laughs> tell us how bad we were. Don't actually tell us we're bad. No, I'm tell us we're so, good. We're so sensitive. <laughs> we're such babies. <laughs> like if you said, hey, um, I think your podcast is maybe, I think you guys are maybe a little bit wrong. I would cry. Oh, uh, yeah. No, we would, we would be heartbroken forever. And maybe that's what you want, but like. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> comments are comments, I guess. Mm-hmm. So the scene is okay. Tegan is in the woods near her cottage. Monster buddies are somewhere nearby, supposedly listening in. And like a meadow nearby her house under the full moon, and she is waiting to be pounced by Atlas. I could hear my pulse pounding in my ears, and my chest was tight. A low growl sounded from the opposite direction. I spun around again. Alice? I said under my breath, knowing that if it was him, he'd be able to hear me. Dark laughter broke out in the silence of the woods, and a pair of golden eyes oh. gleamed through the dark. <laughs> Is that the dark laughter, Katie? Oh. For a bro, yeah. <laughs> the bro's just like, <laughs> <laughs> They were wider and more predatory than I had ever seen them before. Atlas stalked closer. When he paused under a ray of moonlight, I managed to get a better look at him. He was naked. And his enormous frame was even larger, with his muscles bulging more prominently than they normally did. The so he just, like, roided out. He's, like, Sorry. fucking, yeah. And he, and he gets bigger, apparently, too. Damn. The clawed tips of his fingers were longer, as well as the sharp points of his canines. His fur was a wild mane of gray and black whorls that gleamed silver under the light of the moon. And his cock. His <laughs> cock was thick and erect, the red tip leaking a thick stream of pre-cum down onto his shaft and his already swollen knot. <laughs> run. I turned around, the loose strands of my hair whipping onto my face and eyes as I scrambled to put distance between us. Faster, faster, my instincts screamed as my boots pattered over leaves and up muddy embankments. And that's what it's all about. That's like the primal prey kink, right? Like, it's the excitement, the exhilaration of the chase mixed with like a little bit of fear. And this is from Atlas's perspective now. I watched Tegan from the shadows as she sat on her knees. I could sense the fear rolling off her in waves, but she was also laughing. It seemed as if my little human liked to be the prey. Without warning, I pounced and pinned her body against the grass, my hands restraining her hands above her head. Atlas, she gasped as I ground my cock against the warmth of her pussy, smearing pre-cum all over her black dress. My tongue slid out of my mouth and I licked the pale column of Tegan's neck as her body shuddered underneath me. Mmm, such a needy little thing. Even when you're scared, you're still a horny mess for me. I removed one of my hands and brought a clawed finger into view between us. The sharp black tip glistened in the moonlight, and I slipped it under the collar of Tegan's shirt before slicing her top and dress clear down the middle. Hot! I groaned and palmed my cock as I looked down at her. Do you want me to touch you, Tegan? Gods, yes. My sweet thing was needy, but she was forgetting something. Yes, what? I growled from a breath's width away, as close to her as I could manage to get without touching her. Yes, sir. <laughs> Calling a wolf, sir. <laughs> I'm dying. I lit out a dark laugh, 
and parted Tegan's legs, gently running a claw over her stockings as I did so. I like these. I like these a lot. I love that there was like a bunch of build up to this scene that like, oh, it's going to be dangerous. He's going to be and very then, feral. And then he tramples her and is just like, baby, you look great. <laughs> it's just, it's like, very I'm sweet. So into this. Yeah. Oh, your outfit is so cute, babe. <laughs> you look incredible. It's just like, it, you it, feels, to worry about. it feels so good and safe. Mm-hmm. I think you deserve a reward for being such a good girl, such good prey. She was already dripping wet from the chase, and her distinct flavor made me moan when it hit my taste buds. My tongue lapped at the lips of her pussy, and I tightened my grip on her thighs, allowing the tips of my claws to dig into her skin before I focused my attention on her clit. Tegan pulled my fur and writhed beneath me as I swirled my tongue against the sensitive bud. Over and over, I stroked it with the textured surface of my tongue, spurred on by her needy gasps and moans. That's That's right, my little monster fucking slut. I mean, sometimes you have a very meta experience reading these books. I, I, that really just pulled me out of it. Like, <laughs> okay, I know. Yes. I know. You don't have to call me that. Fuck yes. Yes. Tegan's cries broke the silence of the forest, and a sick part of me was happy that Fallon and Kale could hear how well I pleasured my woman. That They're is some voyeurism here. shit. That is some voyeurism shit. I groaned against her cunt as I licked her through the last waves of her orgasm. She was mine. Atlas, she said with heavy-lidded eyes. Please fuck me. She reached down between us and gripped my cock in her small hand. I groaned as she pumped me and a thick stream of pre-cum dribbled out over her fist. Turn over, get on your hands and knees for me. Tegan did as she was told without objection. Her ass shined white and plump under the light of the moon, and I gave it several sharp nips that had her moaning. Mine. This ass. This body. You. You are mine, Tegan. My claws dug into her waist as I notched myself at her entrance from behind. Are you ready, baby? Ready for... Say it. (laughs) I can't! Eva? Eva, look at me. Don't look at me. I cannot look at you. Don't look at me. Are you ready, baby? Ready for daddy's monster cock and not? (laughs) (laughs) I need a cigarette. Please. She sounded so sexy when she begged. I had to oblige. The copious amount of pre-cum I was leaking mixed with Tegan's arousal and made sliding in easy. Her pussy was so fucking tight on my cock. Oh, gods, Atlas. She cried out as I inched further in, and she stretched around me. Leaning over her back, I whispered in her ear, That's it. That's my good girl. Look at you taking me so well. I pulled back and watched my cock disappear inside her pussy with each slow snap of my hips. She needed more, and I wanted to please her. I grunted and slammed into her harder. My knot grazed her entrance, and a cry slipped past her lips. Harder and harder I fucked her, rutting her, pounding my cock deeper inside her than I had ever been. Tegan's cunt seemed to relax around my cock, and with a deep thrust, I forced my knot inside of her. With a slight pop, we were locked together. She screamed, her words echoing in the empty clearing. Again, just two besties. Imagining the buddies, like, kind of standing nearby, like, (laughs) Playing solitaire. Yeah, just, like, on their phones. I grabbed a fistful of Tegan's hair and pulled her against my chest while I slowly rocked my hips, rubbing my knot against her G-spot. You took my knot, baby. Gonna mate you now, my sweet, sweet thing. 
make you mine forever. Do you want that, Tegan? I kissed her neck as I whispered. I needed her to say yes. I needed her to need me. Yes, please, she whined, and ran her fingers through the soft fur of my ruff as she tilted her head and bared her neck to me. I held her still and struck, burying my teeth into the smooth skin where her neck met her collarbone until the taste of her blood filled my mouth. I moaned around her neck and laughed at her skin with my tongue, the mating bite bringing her to orgasm. That's right, baby. Come on my cock. Come on your mate's cock. I praised her as I licked the blood off my lips. <laughs> Katie's face right now. I'm sorry. I think I'm just a baby. <laughs> my spine tingled and my cock throbbed, filling her with shot after shot of my cum, my knot keeping all of it inside of her. I couldn't wait for her to get that IUD out, to fill her with my cum over and over, to breed my sweet thing until she carried my pups. Folks, uh, we got a breeding kink. <laughs> it was just a matter of time. It was just a matter of time. Baby, I groaned against her neck. I love you so fucking much. My everything. My mate. She leaned into me as she rubbed her cheek against my shoulder. I love you too, Atlas. My mate. I wrapped my arms around. This is like around. a month in. This is like days in. It feels like they've known each other for less than a week. I guess. If you know, you know. If you know, you know, I suppose. Tegan and I were mated. We would be together forever. A low thrum started deep in my chest as I purred for her until we both drifted off to sleep. There's some hot stuff there, and at some point the pals just leave, I guess? I guess they're like, they're doing great. We're hearing a lot of, like, our boss fucking his girlfriend, so Bye. we're gonna go. We're gonna go get, like, a, a pie. <laughs> yeah. So they mated. And then get married. Also, they're two different things. But after the scene, uh, he moves in with her at her little forest cottage. Very cute. I imagine they have... Oh, yeah. There's like a little cottage core fantasy that's super adorable where he's just like, I'm handy around the house. Let me let me renovate I, your cottage. Isn't he, like, too big for her house, too? Yeah. But he, he deals with it, I guess. But he's like, let me put in some nice, like, tile and stuff. <laughs> I mean, that is a dream. I like that is honestly, like, the ultimate fantasy. But actually, though, like, that's hot as fuck. <sighs> but actually, though. I'm still stuck on that, like, 4 a.m. gym time. <laughs> <laughs> Through all this, you're just like, this I've is the think- least realistic part of this love no, fantasy. Because, and I realize what it is, she's a baker. Yeah. Bakers be baking at, like, 3.30 a.m. So, apparently, this is touched upon in the book. Do you remember this scene? No. Where he's just, Again, like... I enter a void state <laughs> where some things stick and some things don't understandable but he does ask well you're a baker aren't you up this early anyway and she's like i'm not that kind of baker and i don't know what that means oh she's like a cupcake she's like a cup yeah so i don't know if that means that you you don't i don't think you're doing the bread shit every morning you're doing like cakes no you're just you're just getting bread in a clearing in the woods nice go team (laughs) go team So, I think the question on everyone's mind is, Tegan, smash or pass? Smash. I would smash, and I think I would pass on the frosting. Oh, same. No, I'm not about that yeast infection life. I also think she could be a switch. (gasps) Yeah, she has the confidence. She has the kind of, like, bratty bottom vibes. I see some, like, switchy energy with her that could be fun to play around with. Absolutely. And... And Atlas 
he's a very sweet man and i feel like if I you don't snapped a... buy his dominance. I gotta no, say, it's just yeah, I don't me. either. It's just me. If you snapped a collar on that sucker, I bet he would be like a whimpering Dude, puppy. He would be you also would... smash. I mean, also smash. <laughs> I don't think I would smash in the same way that Tegan smashed. No, this would be a uh, Katie's in charge, <laughs> which is one of my favorite ways, as we know. Oh, it's one Katie. of my favorite ways. Okay, I'm just saying, I. I see the playing field and I see the chess pieces on the board <laughs> and that's just what I would do. I mean, and it's important that on this podcast we have two basically switchy people, but like generally we have top and bottom representation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have the spectrum. Yeah, exactly. It's important. Um, I actually did see some fan art of these two. Um, there's actually a lot of really good fan art out there of these two, but there's one where he does have a collar on and she has him on a leash and she's like wearing BDSM. Doing like some like puppy play shit. Yeah and like it's honestly pretty choice. And now let me just pitch this onto the field. Mm-hmm. Uh, face sitting someone with a muzzle. Mm-hmm. Like with like a long snout. I don't know if that It works. could be good or it could be bad. I don't know how that would work. I think it would be tongue in. Oh uh, but the teeth are so sharp. I don't think they're actually like that sharp. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's just me. The logistics don't feel right there. Okay. But maybe you're maybe you're onto something. Okay, let me think. <laughs> let me go into like my 3D visualization space. I've got the renders up. I've got the, the I've got we're, we're rotating 3D objects. We are rotating 3D op- objects. Okay. It might have to be something where instead of face sitting, it's more like a, like a train situation. Say more. So like uh, the person with the uh, like the clit and the mm-hmm. vagina are like on all fours in the front, but like grinding backwards on someone else. Oh no, that could work. But I think because he's so big, yeah. So it's almost like sixty nine, but like yeah. Here's my controversial opinion for the day. Oh, hit us. I'm not that into sixty nine. It's a good foreplay maneuver. I think I can only do it for so long. But it's like I either have to be so into giving someone something or so into receiving something that like I get distracted. Maybe too, and it gets me you need out to be of able it. to focus on your own like on either side of whatever it. you're doing. So that's why I think that it's a good like kind of building up for play. Like or it's a fun like performative. Yeah, piece. definitely, definitely. Other than that, I think it's like it's okay. It's mid. No, you're you're right. Though. Honestly, I I agree with this take. Okay, thank you. Glad this is a safe space. For us. <laughs> this is a safe space for spicy takes about sex positions. Okay, so we'd smash them both in different smash ways. Smash them both in different ways. Ashley Bennett. Great job. I know there's a sequel to this book, which is actually yes. queer. Oh yeah, it's like, two fucking, men. Thank you. So God. all of the also stories tend to correlate. Oh my god, I know. I haven't read <gasps> this yet, but I'm interested. Um it takes place in the same like town and it's all because all these stories revolve around Leviathan Fitness. And I did do some research before I think her brother was a cop. And in the second book, she was like, I'm gonna redact this. He's like like a, a ranger of some like a park ranger. Oh really? Yeah. That's cute. And it's like her. It's about brother. him mm-hmm. <gasps> because he's like a little prejudiced towards monsters. Yeah, he's. It's like a oh, little bit. Okay, at first. this is this is cute. And also, if people have like any specifically like sapphic queer stuff, yes, I feel like I'm very hungry for this. Like explicit sapphic stuff. Yeah, nothing that's like fade to black. Nothing that's like soft focus. Let me squint. No, and this is we're, sapphic. we're in we it for like the, the explicit shit. I. Here. I'm so, I just, 
There's nothing. I have not found anything like that, unfortunately. There's a lot of like MM stuff. And sometimes I'm just like, I'm t- kind of tired of dicks. <laughs> Other stuff. I feel the same way. Overall, we just want to say thank you, all the authors that write stuff for us. We're having so much fun. We're not like a literary review no. podcast. Pure vibes. We, yeah, pure vibes. Pure pure dick just here to have fun mm-hmm. and also like everything we read 100 everyone else should read yes and, like, if you are interested by this story please go get this book and read it for yourself because there's so much more that we couldn't touch on and yeah thanks so much for listening uh if you are vibing with our stuff please uh rate and review wherever you listen to podcasts please it would really help us out uh, you can find us on social media at at let's go bump in the night mm-hmm. or you can email us at let's go bump in the night at gmail.com uh with any recs or reviews or if you just want to say hey ladies what's up great job mm-hmm. yeah if you want to praise us uh please just go ahead and do that that'd be great thanks okay well bye bye bye